This is a 38 Medicine production. All right, welcome to another edition of Successful and Single. My name is Josh J. One Rayford. I am director of hip hop for Pandora, program director for Sirius Six M Pandora. Now I'm educated. I'm a homeowner. Got good credit. No kids, <laughs> and I'm single. <laughs> and that's what we're here to discuss, man. Why so many men and women like myself are single? Now we're not bitter about it. We just want to have a conversation and explore and get a be- better understanding of like what's really going on and hopefully help ourselves and other people that listen to this podcast in the process. So that's what we're going to be talking about. It's not just about me. We're going to be talking to other men and women like myself, which brings me to my guests. I call him my little brother, not, not, not by blood, but that's fair, <laughs> but by the greatest fraternity and chapter in the whole entire world. I've known this dude for over 10 years. I'm just proud of his growth and his evolution, but I'm going to let you introduce yourself, man. Go ahead and, and, and say your name, what you got going on, and let the people know why I speak so highly of you. Well, blood can make us close today, <laughs> so I appreciate you and your mentorship through Morehouse and then in this entertainment business. So my name is Matt Harper. Um, you can follow me at Esquire Main, M-A-N-E, and also Esquire Brandon. So I own a branded agency. Um, it specializes in event production, branding, creative services. Also do a lot of work um, on the talent relationship, talent relations side, whether it's uh, uh, major award shows or major brand campaigns. So that's my spiel. I'm also single, uh, developing good credit as well, um, and all that other good stuff. So no kids, similar to day one. So happy to bridge the gap between Venus and Mars um, and really get a firm understanding of where we are in the millennial dating space, especially in major cities. Absolutely. So I always started off with this question. It's the question that I hate, whether it's a family member that asks or whether I'm on a date. Mm-hmm. Why are you single? I think for me, where I, where I am in my phase of life, uh, I want to be a holistic man. So getting my credit score uh, even higher than where it is, establishing myself more financially um, and accomplishing my goals professionally, not to say that I can't walk and chew gum in terms of being with a great woman, but I want to make sure that I'm bringing a lot to the table, breaking these generational curses. I've been focusing on my mental health the last couple of years and really finding someone that believes in reciprocity for me personally, not just someone that has their hand out and Mm. wants something for me, something that someone that I can build with. So that's, that's the biggest piece for me. And I would like my next relationship to be my last relationship. So I'm comfortable taking my time in that capacity but just focusing on me, so I'm adding value to a relationship, not bringing any debt to it. Um, and again, any uh, generational curses or, or mental trauma and physical trauma to a relationship. So that's really my reason. That that was deep right there, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, so given your career and everything that you do, especially in the events that you throw, because I've been to mm-hmm. a couple of events and I, I see what comes out. Right. I definitely see what comes out. <laughs> You're around all types of beautiful women all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that makes it challenging for you or sometimes women are intimidated by that? Oh, yes. It's a double-edged sword. So, for instance, J1, being surrounded by beautiful women, especially in the entertainment space when a lot of our contemporaries are powerful, um, have a lot of liquid, i.e. a lot of cash, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you get to see people's true nature um, and what they <laughs> desire. So that, to me, has somewhat been a traumatic experience in regards to what people are capable of on both sides, not just women, men as well. 
Um, and, and in some cases, just to keep it a buck, because you're my guy. Right. And, and we want to give a true lens to what this is. Um, I've been a part of the debauchery. So <laughs> I think have, we all have. Exactly. Though. I think exactly. we all have. So that that to me, man, sometimes has caused some a bit of reservation. Um, again, especially in, in what we do, um, because you get to really see who people are, you know, or mm. whether it's their inhibitions, whether it's uh, status, uh, an abundance of alcohol and, and other extracurricular activities. Um, I pay attention to that. Um, and also with my lifestyle, how I carry myself and the nature of the business events or what have you. I'm always surrounded, like you said, by beautiful women, attractive women. Yeah. And that can be intimidating for someone on the outside looking in. And they project um, these notions on me. Some may be true. Some may be not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keeping it a thousand. Neither can confirm or deny. Exactly, man. So, But what has, what has correlated well to me to be in a successful relationship, because I have been in, in a successful relationship with someone that uh, does well with adversity does well with communication um and we have a certain level of trust that's the foundation sure if you don't have that in what we do it's like building a castle a sand castle on the beach not expecting to be washed away so so what happened with your last relationship uh i had you happen okay i I, (laughs) listen as long as you can admit that it was you that's all right we're gonna start this thing off strong we're gonna have a real candid conversation yes no holds barred yes i'm gonna keep it a thousand out of respect for you and what we can do from from this podcast and Absolutely. beyond. Somebody could get some real juice from this, so I got to keep it a book. I happen. In regards to why I'm not in a relationship now, me wanting to continue to propel myself in terms of my profession, mm. I wasn't in a space where I was comfortable within my manhood, not being able to provide for her financially, take her on these extravagant trips, buy her these amazing things that I thought that I wanted to, um, that would fulfill me as a man. I was good to her. But it wasn't enough, in my opinion. Now, the beauty about her is she wasn't with me for any of those things. You mm. know what I mean? She was she was with me because she genuinely cared about me. And she saw where I was going. I wasn't just sitting on my butt, right. um, hoping and praying. I was out here getting it. But I wasn't comfortable within myself um, with where I was. And that attributed to me and my mental health taking a hit, being very agitated for the littlest things um, and not... not not uh, being, not creating that environment that was healthy and wholesome near the middle to tail end of the relationship. So yeah. I happened. I didn't do everything that I needed to do. But a beauty of it, and I thank God for this every day, is it taught me where I wanted to go. Sure. From an emotional standpoint um, and, and a high level of emotional maturity. You know, because I probably had the emotional intelligence of a 14-year-old <laughs> when I was talking to her. And yeah. I'm, thir- I'm 32 years old. That's real. So I appreciate that. Um, so I, I happened, um, mm. and she, she held me down. She was there for me in every capacity. Um, she went on, uh, to pursue, uh, uh, extracurricular education, yeah. uh, accomplish those goals. Um, and, and yeah, we, we both are doing our thing, but I'll tell you this, if you have a great person in your life, um, the success won't, the success will mean that much more if y'all are together. And if they're not, if they're not there. It's going to sting a little bit, no matter what you accomplish, because that's real that person isn't, you know, and that should help me. You, so, you hit on that. some key points because I don't think people really speak on the pressure that men get, especially black men get right. when we're dealing in relationships or we're trying to date or court somebody 
yes, women go through their own stuff. Nobody has it harder than a black woman. I will be quick to say that. I second that. At the same time, we deal with our own pressures and mental health issues when it comes to dating. And you spoke on a lot of that stuff. Sometimes not feeling you're able to provide for a woman or give give her the gifts that you want her to give. And I think now, especially in today's society, where you see so much online and on social media and you see so many people, not all women, but a good amount of women go after the flashy guys, right. the, the the rappers, right. the, the scammers. The folks we walk alongside and entertain every day. Right. The dope boys, mm-hmm. whoever, whoever it is. And if it, there's almost a, a level or there's almost a need to like, damn, I got to compete, but I'm not, I right. can't go that route because that's not me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nah, man, you, 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 you hit it nail on just in regards to what we consume, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. social media that sets the barometer on what relationships are. Mm. A lot of people are looking at the shade room that, that, uh, Justin cat, his memes go viral in regards to it. No diss to him. Right. But just, it just on, on what the measure of a relationship is or what, men and women should be in terms of a relationship. And sure. I think that that has kind of separated us or desensitized us uh, to to just getting back to the basics on the foundations of relationships. Good communication, right? Being there for one another despite the adversity or the outside noise. Right. Like that. that's important to me. And then what I don't like, <laughs> I'm, this is not male speak, bashing or female speak, bashing. Speaking on But it. what I don't like is when someone or a lady is attracted to the flashy things, you know, the, the dope boys, you know what I'm saying? Or, uh, uh, the rappers, the athletes and all that, they do them dirty, which there is a high ratio of that happening. They got and options. Then blaming it, but blaming it on the entire male, black male spectrum. Like, Oh, all men do this. No, baby. <laughs> oh man, don't do that. That's just what you like. And I'm gonna say the last piece you can jump yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, because, go ahead, go ahead, man. Because everybody wants that guy. Everybody wants the athlete, the rapper, uh, the dope boy. So the ratio from females to males is already a large disparity. Mm. You break that down to males that are actually doing something with themselves, not in jail. You know, um, ha- have a heterosexual preference. That's right. You that's know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah even, that's very it's important. Even, it's even it's even wider. Mm. You know what I mean? But you don't want Bob from a county. You know what I mean? You don't want the guy <laughs> with with the proverbial nine to five. That ain't fun for you. But don't generalize and put us all in that category. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And and I do well. I have no issues with women. I've always loved women and respected women. So I don't, I don't, I'm not speaking from any point of bitterness. And you said that in the beginning, which was very key. This is an open dialogue. This is, open this is dialogue. just what I see. Right. We have contemporaries in that. that yeah. fit those verticals. So, yeah. Being that we're both in the entertainment industry, do you have a preference of dating women within the industry or outside the industry? I, I, I see the benefits and downfalls of both. Right. Because... Right. Dating a woman in the industry, they have a better understanding right. of what you're going through. They're they tend to be more confident and more secure right. in like who they are and mm-hmm. who you are and what you have to do and being around all that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, 
if it gets messed up or it goes wrong, mm-hmm. you gonna still have to deal with that person. Right. <laughs> and that's that's the part that screw that that, that right. messes me up because right. I've been there a couple of times and you know, this entertainment business, it's very small. Uh-huh. And it could be very awkward. And it's the jungle. <laughs> it's a jungle if it didn't really go right, but y'all right. still have to run in each other's circles and right. stuff. So do you have a preference? Because dating women outside the industry, yes, it's an escape. They're not gonna run they in your circle, but they don't necessarily understand they exactly. Understand so, it. so which one do it. you prefer? Because again, I've been back and forth with this question. I'm, I'm gonna say this, Jay. One, not to dance around it, but I, <laughs> I prefer because I'm. I got to give both sides, like you said. Sure. I prefer a woman that that has a certain level of understanding, like mm. communication. I can't stress that enough. It's so key because, like you said, dating a woman in entertainment can be great because they know what you deal with. They understand the 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 your volatile schedule. Right. Like they're not tripping if you say, oh, I gotta meet my boss at a club at 1 a.m. Right. You know, they understand some that's some of our meetings. That's right. You know what I mean? That's when that's some business deals get ha- happen on in the club. At right? Cheetah. Various, exactly. At Magic City. And typing business deals out on a white napkin. In that's the club. right. 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 So over so, some wings. So exactly, which is great food. But um, <laughs> I may know they have great food. But but that that to me is a plus. But the downside of that is if you guys don't have a firm foundation and or it's not a it's not an amicable breakup, that could be used against you. If they feel a, a bitterness about y'all's relationship, pillow talking mm. to someone else, and then you are vulnerable from a social standpoint. Right. Like the, the our our business is so doggy dog that individuals will use your relationship, especially if they both are in the entertainment space, use your relationship against you mm. to one up you to spirit smear your name. Yeah, like none of that is off limits. That's the jungle that I'm referring to in entertainment. On the other side, if you date a librarian, um, it it is a opposite attract and it's a good release from not having to be in that environment where you're out in entertainment, the the cameras on you or social media heavy and all that you have a genuine release and you guys can just escape have a nice calm evening uh someone that maybe not not like to go out that's a great balance but when you get those calls say hey i gotta go to cheetah at 1 30 inexplicably right um because our schedules are so volatile and things pop up will they understand that mm. you know what i mean and will they not have reservations or apprehensions like is he gonna hold me down or i just saw him in, in a, a repost online with some beautiful <laughs> chicks in the club, you know what I mean, and they shaking booty and all that. How he know that stripper? How he know this right, person? Right, right. You know, um, which are which are natural thoughts that anyone would feel a way about. Um, so if I had my preference, it would just be someone that has a distinct level of understanding, um, and I'm not feeding into her reservations. I'm not feeding into things that trigger her. Mm. Right. So it could be someone in entertainment. It could be, you know, someone that's a librarian. I've dated all of them. Sure. Wow. So we went to one of the best institutions in the whole country. Talking about Morehouse Morehouse College. And we were right across the street from some of the best black women in the whole entire world at Spelman. Amen. I know for me, looking back, I'm like... I messed up totally <laughs> with at least about three or four women that probably could have been Mrs. Joshua Rayford at right. this point. Right. Do you ever 
think back about like the women that you had a chance with or that you dated mm-hmm. and you look at them now because some of them are doing their thing at the same time there's some some of them, some of them ain't you, you're like oh god thank you I didn't <laughs> I didn't settle down with her but <laughs> do you think that think back about like should you have taken some of them more seriously compared to the dating landscape now because I think sometimes and I try not to live with regrets or anything but right. I just think to myself damn there's never going to be a concentration of that many beautiful right. educated single. single spiritual women in just one place right. that I'm going to be around right do you ever think like that sometimes yeah i think that that's natural especially you know being being single right now but i will say that if it's a good woman or even if it's a bad woman women are natural teachers you're going to learn something from a woman in any capacity. So I choose to appreciate the interactions that I've had with those women, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. in my collegiate experience, because that was, I think, the most growth in terms of my maturation from being, you know, a high school student transitioning to taxpayer citizen um, at uh, Mother Morehouse. Um, so I just choose to look at it as I learned so much not to do that, or that was a good takeaway from those women. Um, but but in the capacity of if I made one of those women Mrs. Harper, I'm not sure that I would have accomplished everything that I have to this point. So it's kind of a blessing in disguise that I've been able to have that flexibility to jump on a plane to a LA or to a New York um, when I need to because I don't have the obligation of having you know a wife or having kids. So just taking the lessons and continuing my journey to enlightenment to establish myself financially, to establish myself with good mental peace, good mental health, um, and even spiritually. So like working on my third eye, so I'm in tune with everything around me because we have to be in tune. Yeah, absolutely. In our industry, man, we run into so many opportunists, and there's good opportunists and bad opportunists. Sure. People will do anything and everything to get what they want and don't care about who you are. Um, So just, just remain at peace with everything and taking all these experiences and making yourself better from it again, whether it's good or bad, it's just how I choose to look at it. So, you know, women, they always feel some type of pressure to settle down and have kids, especially time clock. Yeah. When their time clock starts kicking biologically, Mm -hmm. men, we don't have that same biological time clock, but I know for me, I do sometimes feel that type of pressure mm-hmm. and you probably see it too. Cause you're seeing a lot of your line brothers right. settling down. Some of them are probably on child number two. Right. I have one that's on child number four right now. Right. <laughs> and, and, Currently in the hospital, I believe. <laughs> right, right, right. And you look up and you see the people that you grew up with and used to run the streets with more of them are married or get married or have kids than those who are, who, who don't. Mm-hmm. Do you feel some type of pressure because of that? Because of your contemporaries all settling down and then you're showing up to these weddings and everybody's with their significant other and you're kind of either by yourself or with some random girl <laughs> yeah, that I'm you mad. was just like, yo, come to this Bro, wedding hey, with fuck, me. Hey, you mind pulling up to this? <laughs> yeah, pull, pull up to this wedding with me. You know, women always go to a wedding. Exactly. Uh, nah, I don't. I think that it's you mentioned this and what resonates to me is a Nipsey Nipsey Hustle quote. Okay. Run your own race and bump how long it takes. So for me, That's I'm real. just I'm just 
keeping my blinders on my own journey because while I wish everyone that's in a relationship that's married, wealth, health, and prosperity, you don't know their story. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. That's true. And I'd rather be in something healthy and 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 long term um and wait for that and and let it be right then rush that situation i get all this advice my ogs and mentors to tell me to take my time that's right um and you even giving me great advice on in the professional space on taking my time um when i get the success so that i'm ready for it that's right. I remember that distinctly from you, man. I've been chasing you for a long time. and you've Appreciate been, that, man. You've been pivotal in my development professionally and making sure that I'm fine-tuning all my skills, fine-tuning my network, so when I do get that major opportunity, I can walk right in it and not mess it up because I may only get one. That's right. right. I may only get one great woman that I'm with, um, and I'd rather get that right. So just taking my time, man, because forever is a mighty, mighty long time. It is a long man, time. Man. And it, um, I'm going to just just uh, continue to enjoy the space that I'm in. But I do want to be in a relationship. Um, I do want something long lasting. I want marriage. I want kids, man. I'm Southern. Um, not, not to say that, that people from other places don't want that. But, you know, we old fashioned in our ways. And sure. With, with, with one of the, the white picket fence and the dog and great, great woman. So I just choose to take my own time, man. As hard as that is. Yeah. Because I done had plenty of conversations with you like, Jay one man, like, I'm, I think I'm ready, dog. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's interesting out here. It is. Um, you know what I'm saying? But I just got to take my own advice and, and trust the time and trust God and, and, and go from there, man. Amen to that. Yeah. Speaking of time, how long do you think you should date a person before actually getting into a relationship? That's, man, that's, whew. <laughs> so look, let me tell you this. I I I have I have no concept of time. I'm big on feeling. Gotcha. Because I've had a great relationship similar in college. Not gonna name no names. That's right. That we was, don't name no a, names right, on this right, podcast. That was a great. That was a great. And I haven't. That was a great woman. That essentially, man, I hooked up with the first day or two. We went all home run. Wow, and I and I was I was uh, uh, in something meaningful with her mm. um, after that. So I think the biggest piece, ladies, let me tell you this story. This is not for any man to take advantage of you, but if you want to go all the way to home home plate <laughs> when you first meet them, and you're confident in yourself, and that's what you want to do, there is a such thing as being respectful and being classy. In that capacity. Sure. A real man is going to know the difference. That's right. And not going to treat you no different. Like, that's just, you just showing him that that's what you wanted. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and you were confident in that. And I've had some great relationships where it didn't happen so immediate. Um, Maybe it was three, four months down the line. It's all about what you pour into and what pours into you. It's just about the connection. I'm not big on time. I'm big on emotion and connection i don't like to limit myself because tomorrow's not promised so it's just more so how how i feel and how she feels making sure that you both are comfortable with whatever speed that is you know what i mean but for me man i'm i'm on go so man speak speak on that you 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 spoke to my spirit right there because that's something that i always kind of struggle with is timing 
it's either sometimes I be too slow, mm-hmm. like the girls ready to go. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, well, don't we need a little bit more time? And they okay. looking at me crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> or on the flip side, I'd be like, yo, what we doing? You feeling me? I'm feeling you. Right. What's good? Well, no, we need more time. Or right. they've been previously heard right. or something like that. So it, I almost feel like I'm playing double dutch with it right. sometimes. But you, you spoke on it, not letting like time be a factor, more so of a feeling. Right. And that's real. I mean, I've seen I've seen people that have gotten married. My parents, for instance, they met in January and by the end of the year they were married. Right. And they're going on fifty years. Man, blessings to yeah, them. Yeah. You know, my sister and my brother in law, they're going on twenty one years and they got married at the courthouse. Right. And stuff. But I've seen people that have married their high school or college sweetheart. No, you know, dated for eight years, get married, and then end up in a divorce. So yeah, it yeah. it goes both ways. Right. I'm not saying that there's a right or wrong way, but right. I I agree with your your assessment right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you actually do get in a relationship, obviously social media plays such a big role. Are mm-hmm. you into showing your relationship on social media or keeping it private? Um. It- me pre- me uh personally I'm into keeping my relationship private but it's more so the Drake approach like I wasn't hiding my son from the world I was hiding <laughs> the world from my son so to speak <laughs> now push team made it nudge them to to come out with that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in, in the context of me I just like to keep my relationship private because that's something that I hold sacred you know what I'm saying to me and I don't want that on public display, d- display sure. um, for the universe because, again, misery loves company. And there are a lot of people that are not comfortable within themselves and want to drag a lot of people down. Mm. Again, not the male bash or female bash, but I know a lot of single women, I've witnessed this with just being out in the social spaces as prevalent as I am, that a woman could be feeling a man. And a girl like, come on, girl, we got to go. And they ain't got nowhere to be. Right. right. They're going straight to the couch. Yeah. Ain't doing nothing. That could have been her husband. That, that, you know what I mean? Right. Or nobody was talking to her. That's right. Gave her the time of day. And she like, well, since nobody talking to me, you need to come with me. You know what I'm saying? And, and that could have been a long lasting relationship or someone not being comfortable with my success or how I've been able to elevate in this space. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to try to, you know, take some shots at his chick, try to get inside on his chick just to affect him or or defect his social currency. Now, if you could take her, she yours. Mm. That ain't never happened to me. It ain't going to happen. But, you know what I mean? Sure. I respect the rules of the game. Just how I was raised and where I come from. You know what I'm saying? Being from Southwest Atlanta, like, you got to respect the rules. If she can be took, she not yours. That's right. But But I would like to keep my relationship between myself not to hide her in any way. If we're all socially, you know what I'm saying? If people just peep, like, yo, it look like they together, whoop de whoop, then, you know, it is what it is. But there are just so many evil factors socially on these platforms and with people. I'd rather just keep my healthy relationship to myself and control the narrative in which I can. Um, but that's about communication. I believe in levels of reciprocity so for instance if me having that philosophy would make my girl feel a way at times i'm comfortable with finding that sweet spot in that middle ground you know mm. what i'm saying maybe on wednesday 
Gotta post a little pic of it. I ain't gonna have her. I ain't gonna have her her her, her at in there. Yeah, right. What right. her IG is, you know what I'm saying? But I post a picture of her. That's what she wants every now and then, just to make sure that I'm showing her that I'm cool going on this journey with you and not imposing how I feel 100 percent of the time. Because you gotta you gotta be able to to grow together and have compromise. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's something that I'm cool compromising with. Do you think social media is hurt or help dating? Man, I think social media is hurt dating more than help. Mm. I, I can I can't even count on my hands and toes how many relationships I've seen ruined because of social media. That's right. How many have you seen be successful because of social media? Yeah. Well that that news isn't prevalent. You know, a lot of travel <laughs> halfway around the world faster than the truth. So Yeah. Uh I guess, you know, negativity and, and all that sells more than is more clickbait than than positive relationships. So that that's what I see. That's real. Um, Last question, man. Why do you feel there are so many successful single men and women out there in this day and age, more so than probably any other generation? Um, I think that again, just not to blame everything on social media, but just so because we have so much instant access to be able to interface with people all around the world. I think we believe that options are just limitless and there's always going to be somebody better for you mm. um and that might necessarily be not be true um i think that we just have more access to people and information and sometimes that could be detrimental like just getting back to the basics i remember having a conversation with my my father who's been married you know 30 plus years man um with, with his wife and I was like, how did you know you were going to be in a su- successful relationship? Um, and he just said, can you have a conversation? Mm. I mean, talking to your mom was just organic and natural. Can right. you have easy conversations? You know, not this grandiose or building rockets response that I was expecting. It was just more so simple things, foundational things. Can you have a conversation? And I think that we have gotten so far further away from us and, and set so many unrealistic expectations on both sides that it's just causing us to go further and further away from each other. Think about how hard it is to have conversations. I'm a people person. I consider myself a gregarious individual. Right. And some people are more comfortable having conversations online than in person with a human being. It's true. That, that should tell you everything you need to know. And I don't agree with that. Now, I, I do not mind if you are if you focus focus on your interpersonal skills or, um, you know, if you're an introvert, that's completely fine. But I think that if you're more comfortable online than having an in-person interaction, like that, that's 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 the area of opportunity. And there are a lot of guys, too, that will see a woman right out in public. They might follow each other or know each other in some capacity, won't say anything, but it was being her DM as soon as she, he at home, like, was that you? I think I saw you. <laughs> you like, man, you dog. Yeah. Go be a man. Like, That's go right. Go let that woman pursue that woman. That's right. That's a lost art. And then on the flip side, ladies, you have to um, honor the men that do. Don't call them super aggressive because they walk up and talk to you or they're doing too much and you want the guy that don't want you. That don't make no sense to me. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to judge you, but the guys that will approach you or that will pursue you in a respectful way. That's don't, right. I don't, don't, now don't honor anybody that's coming at you crazy. Yeah. And disrespectful, but the ones that do, 
give them more thought and more time opposed to the guy that don't hit you and you like that because they seem uninterested and there is someone that genuinely is you know and you take that for granted it's on both sides so backwards man that's right. real though that's, that's real foolish dog mm-hmm. but that's that's what it is. Yeah, man. Dude, you dropped a lot of gems tonight. You taught appreciate me something, little bro. <laughs> I appreciate you taught me you, some man. stuff, man. I, I appreciate it. Give your socials one more time. Yes, sir. So mine is uh, Esquire Main, E-S-Q-U-I-R-E-M-A-N-E, and Esquire Branding. That's proverbial spelling. So appreciate you guys. Um, I own a company called Esquire Branding Agency. I do James Room on Wednesday. An event called Slow Jams. Great love event, to, too. Love to have you there. And then I'm at Rocksteady for Esquire Thursday. Every Another first, great event. Every thir- first and third Thursday. So I love to have you guys come out to that. It's all professional. You might find your girlfriend, find your wife. That's right. As well, man, and vice versa. So, J1, thank you for everything, bro. I look up to you, and I appreciate what you're doing with this platform and being able to bridge that gap with Venus and Mars because we all need it. So I salute you, big homie. No, I appreciate you coming on and, and, and being open and having a candid conversation. We need to do more of that. Yes, sir. And it, it can't just be women having these conversations. Right. We as black males need to be open about these things too. Right. And it's not, it doesn't show that we're weak. It right. actually shows that we're strong. Exactly. That we're secure enough to talk about these types of things. Right on. And, and, and still handle our business. So yep. I appreciate you, little bro. I will my be man. at your spot. My man. Again, my name is Josh J1 Rayford. You can follow me at Poster Child J1. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Successful and Single. Until next time, be safe and always keep God first. <laughs>